Welcome to the St George's Leeds Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy the talk. Well, happy Christmas, everyone. It is fantastic to be with you all today. My name is Lizzie Wolf. I'm the rector here at St. George's. And today we are going to have a little think about Christmas journeys. Christmas is often a time when we travel to see family and friends. It's not always easy or even possible with strikes, rising costs, and other restrictions. But I uh, just want to see if we can uh, find out who has traveled a long way to be with us here today. So, who, give me a wave if you have come from outside Leeds. We've got, we've got quite a lot of people who've come from outside Leeds. Welcome. Uh, we're we're, we're going to leave the people on live stream at the moment because I think probably you might be the winners for this competition. Uh, but in, if you're in the building and you've come from a, a long way away, give us a shout as to where you've come from. Brighton. Brighton. Oh, gosh. Is anyone going to be able to beat Brighton? Palm Beach, Florida. Oh. I think we might have a winner. Is anybody further than Palm Beach, Florida? India. Welcome from India. Fantastic. Anyone else from far away? Pestleford. <laughs> and there's someone right at the back. Iran. Welcome. Brilliant. Well, wherever you have come from today, welcome. We are really pleased that you are here. And we're now going to look at what happened on that first Christmas. Now, 2,000 years ago, there obviously weren't cars or trains or planes, but people still travelled. And there were actually quite a lot of journeys that first Christmas. So what we're going to do is hear the Christmas story in sections. And as we do that, I want to encourage you to listen out for any information that we're given about the journeys made by the various characters. Because we're going to see if we can work out who travelled the furthest. So I've got some helpers. So you guys, do you want to come and find our first characters are Mary and Joseph? And Ruth, I think, is going to come and bring us our first reading. Uh, so if you want to come down and do that, that would be fantastic. I'm going to find you a microphone. Marvellous. We've got a Bible if you need one. Would that help? Brilliant. Great. Do you want to bring that one up? Fantastic. If you go here. So we're having Luke chapter 2 and verses 1 through to 7. Thank you. The birth of Jesus. In those days, Caesar, Aug Caesar Augustus issued a decree that census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place whilst Quirinius was the governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in the clothes and placed him in the manger, 
because there was no guest room available for them. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Now, we are given in that reading some quite precise information about Mary and Joseph's journey. So did anybody spot it? Do you know where they traveled from and where they traveled to? Anybody know? Where do you think? That is really good. Well done. So we are in the Middle East in Israel. And it says, Joseph went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Bethlehem in Judea. So having a map come up on our screen so that we can uh, have a look at that. Uh, if Mary and Joseph went by the most direct route, it's about 80 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem. But... That route is quite hilly and arid, and it also goes through Samaria, and the Jews and the Samaritans didn't get on. So it is much more likely that they went along the Jordan River Valley, which would make their journey about 90 miles, which is roughly the distance from Leeds to Newcastle, if you want to kind of get your heads around that. So we're going to represent that. Uh, this is going to be about 90 miles. Girls, do you want to bring these characters and we'll pop them as if they're in the band. We're going to put them over here and this is going to represent being 90 miles away from our manger. Fantastic. Now, we're not told much detail about what Mary and Joseph's journey was actually like. Bandits would probably have been a threat. So they probably joined up with a group of travelers for mutual support and safety, perhaps other people who were traveling because of the census. And it's most likely that they walked the whole way, although it is possible that the carols are right and Mary rode on a donkey. But either way, the journey probably took them about a week, maybe a little bit longer. Mary was, of course, heavily pregnant, which won't have made the journey any easier, but they made it to Bethlehem the place where the great King David was anointed. And while they were there, Jesus was born. So our next characters, could, would you mind getting me two shepherds? That would be great. And Estera is going to come and read to us about the shepherds and see if you can hear any information about the journey that the shepherds make. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. Fantastic. So did anybody hear anything about the shepherd's journey? Where did they start off from? Did anybody spot where the shepherds are starting from? Where do you think? 
A field nearby. That is absolutely right. Fantastic. So we don't know exactly how far away that is. Uh, you've got a picture on the screen of a field near Bethlehem. I don't know if that's exactly the right field, uh, but it does give you an idea of where the shepherds were when the angels appeared. So, just nearby. So we're going to put the shepherds over here, really nearby to where our manger is to represent the fact that they have just traveled a very short distance to come here. Now, when the shepherds are in their field, the angels bring them a message of good news, of great joy for all people. A savior has been born. We're going to come back to that in a moment or two, but right now our shepherds are hurrying off to nearby Bethlehem to find the baby Jesus. So, our next characters, we have got three magi, and Reuben and Joel are going to come and read to us about this. So listen out and see what you can hear about their journey. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all of the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Fantastic. Thank you ever so much. So what do we know about the Magi's journey? Where did the Magi come from? Did anybody hear that? Where do they come from? Yep, where do they come from? From the east. From the east, that is right, fantastic. They come from the east following a star. And we also got another piece of information right at the end of that reading. We know that it was another country, because at the end of the reading it says, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Now, most Bible scholars think that the Magi came from Babylon. Uh, you can see on the map that that is geographically to the east of Israel. And in Babylon, at the time of Jesus, there was great interest in astrology. So we can imagine people there studying the stars. There was also a fairly large Jewish community there since the time of the exile. So the Old Testament stories and prophecies would have been known. Now, we obviously don't know for sure, but if the Magi did come from Babylon, their journey is probably... 900 miles or so. They may have traveled along the spice route, buying their gifts on the way. Gold, myrrh, and frankincense are symbolically important. Uh, but practically, these valuable gifts also mean that Mary and Joseph can support themselves as they set off on their next journey 
to Egypt to escape from the evil King Herod. So these magi, 900-mile journey, about 10 times as long as the shepherds. So I think we might need a few volunteers to come and help us. One volunteer, because you're going to do it, are you? Um, to go up to the balcony. These magi are going to have to go up to the balcony. So could I have someone to come and help us do that? Thank you ever so much, Chris. That would be brilliant. So as the magi go up to the balcony, let me ask you a question. Who do we think traveled the furthest that first Christmas? Anybody want to give me an answer? Who do we think traveled the furthest that first Christmas? Where do you think? The three wise men, the magi. Now that is the answer I was looking for because if we consider just the characters that we've been thinking about so far, then the Magi is definitely the right answer. But I think that there is another character in the Nativity who traveled further, and that character is the baby Jesus. So, but that's a twist you didn't see coming. So, right, we've got our final reading. Lexi, are you gonna go and get your reading? So, this one, do you wanna hold that for me? Um, this one is from John's Gospel. And let's listen out to this one. Now, before we start, actually, what we do need to say is that you need to know that Jesus is sometimes called the Word in order to be able to understand this reading. In the beginning, there was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Who was with God in the beginning? Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness is not overcoming. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Can we hold that? You're going to hold him. Okay. So, Jesus starts his journey in heaven. He is the creator of all things. He is life and he is light. And the mystery and the miracle at the heart of that first Christmas is that Jesus chose to leave heaven behind. He went on a journey which is actually beyond our understanding and even beyond our imagining because the creator stepped into his creation and came to live amongst us. So the tiny vulnerable baby lying in a manger in Bethlehem is none other than God with us. Jesus came to be with Mary and Joseph in their family. He came to be with ordinary shepherds. He came to be with faraway magi. But as the angel said, when the angel came to the shepherds, his birth is good news of great joy for all people. And that is because he also came to be with you and me. Jesus' Christmas journey from heaven to earth is one of love and self-sacrifice. It took him to the cross where he died so that we might find true life, life with God now and forever. 
So, whatever is going on for you this Christmas time, whether you're traveling or not, may the mystery and the miracle and the love of Jesus' journey bring you hope, strength, and joy this Christmas time and forever. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St George's Lead Sermon Podcast. For more talks or information, visit stgs.org.uk.